Do that again? What? Why do I need to? Because <laughs> like no. you think you think he murdered that? I did. I, I came in hot. I came machine gun style. <laughs> okay. I came. I announced my presence with authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel good about my air horn. Why are you not feeling so good about yours? I feel great about mine. I've never felt better about mine, to be honest. I think it gets better every episode. Okay, take it easy. Take it easy. I mean, <laughs> It was a fine air horn. I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Rob Riggle. How are it's you? So good, it's so good to be uh, back with you again, ready to uh, bring the people what they crave. <laughs> and let's be honest, they crave it. They crave it like uh, a, a, a Christian craves the Bible. That's how bad they, they crave mm-hmm. uh, Riggle's picks every week. Yep, like Antonio Brown craves the cameras and the spotlight. <laughs> I don't think we're overstating it. I don't <laughs> feel like we're overstating it at all. You can't. Um, he's going. He's going crazy. I talked to Peasy uh, last week on the show about him, mm-hmm. um, and it's. I don't know. You tell me your theory. I don't if you have one on why all wide receivers in the NFL are shit crazy. Well, I mean, if he wants a new helmet, clearly he's been playing with an unsafe one, and he's definitely acting like he hasn't played with a helmet for a long time. I mean, <laughs> there. at first when all this started happening, I thought, oh, I bet his feet are more injured than he's saying. Uh-huh. I thought, oh, you know, like he's using this as an excuse to not come back because he doesn't want to admit that his feet are so in such bad shape. But, I mean, I've seen on Hard Knocks that he's running, so clearly, like, they're starting to scab and get better. So now I'm just wondering if, like, you know, they, um, who was it, Schefter or somebody was talking about, like, a couple years ago, he got hit on a on a run. And uh, he got a concussion and he missed a playoff game. And, uh, I mean, I'm just wondering if that has something to do with this erratic, irrational behavior. I, you know, honestly, head injuries are so. We have we have underestimated them and undervalued them for so long that I think all this new uh, research is coming out. A lot of it through the military uh, about traumatic brain injury and concussions and the effect of concussions over the long term. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised because uh, it, it catches up with pe- folks um, as time goes on. It's, you know, you can get a concussion and then be fine a year later but uh and, and and you can be fine if you get one or two but you start getting multiple concussions over time mm-hmm. i think I, I think it does scramble your eggs so to speak i think it does affect your your ability your your synapses in your brain to connect uh, ideas and thoughts and reasoning yeah i mean none of us like change you know what i mean like none of us want to change the way we do things especially when you're an athlete because you're like you know this is yeah. what's made me successful. I don't want to. I don't want to change. I don't want to change the things that I do because I'm worried that it'll impede my performance. Right. But I mean, 
everybody was told last year, like Brady and Aaron Rodgers, they were told last year, like, this is the last year you can wear that helmet. And they yeah. were all like, okay, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> right. for our safety. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, I guess they, they take helmets and they put them through these different tests and they get like a, a red sticker and a green sticker and a blue sticker, like whatever they are. Which is yeah. like, this one's good, this one's mm, not great, but you can still wear it. And this one is definitely a no. And yeah. his Antonio Brown's helmet was definitely a no when they put it through the safety protocol. So it's like for his own best interest, I don't understand why. He's saying it's impeding right. his vision. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it. I don't know. Sometimes athletes get superstitious about things. Yeah, uh, I totally and, get that. And I understand that and I even respect it. But, uh, you know, you can't let it. It can't. It's one of those things that if it gives you a little bit of an edge, fine. But it also it, it can't impede your. You, you can't stop playing the game because of it. Right. Yeah. You definitely can't. So. so where I, I, where I are you, by the way? I don't even know where you are. I'm in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, filming in the desert. I was in the desert last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, the 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 city of Las Vegas. When you're up in the mountains, uh, looking down into the city, it's gorgeous. Oh, like, yeah. It's gorgeous because it fills up the whole valley, the lights. Because you can't see any fraternity brothers. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> from up there, you can't see all the guys on the strip acting like <laughs> a bunch of a-holes wearing Axe body spray. No, why, why, why pick on fraternities? Oh, uh, sorry. The, the, and the sororities. Know, do a lot of community service and good work. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call it. Is that what they call it? Oh, yeah, that's good. Well, what, you think? you think... The small businesses in college towns stay open without these fraternities. <laughs> like liquor stores. Liquor stores and bars, specifically. <laughs> yeah, I've been up there. I've been up to like the like outskirts of Vegas, like to go hiking and stuff. It's really beautiful out there when you when you can get up there and get away from it. Absolutely. Have you seen the new stadium that they're building? Uh, yes, finally. I was actually I was looking for it. And I was like, "Where are they putting the same?" They're, it's right next to the strip. Oh, it's right there. on it. Yeah, it's right on it. I was like, "Holy cow! This is going to be awesome." It's basically by Mandalay Bay, right? It's like right down yeah. there at the very it's, end. It's, it's across Highway 15, mm-hmm. the Interstate, the Interstate 15. So it's on the Rio side, where the Palms and the Rio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on that side of, of uh, Highway 15, and it's massive. Uh, and it's going to be so if they can hook up some sort of tram system like a train uh-huh. and, yeah it would be so easy to get in and out of that stadium it would be awesome this is going to be actually super cool and i'm jealous because the raiders get it yeah right. right i mean yeah of course because but they have the monorail there like surely they'll just extend the monorail right well you never say surely when it comes <laughs> to uh through common sense and government uh, and the Raiders and the Raiders because <laughs> uh, think about it, you got to get the city to work with the Raiders you got to get the um, unions to work with the city mm-hmm. you got to have someone pay for it all like it's it's going to be I, I wouldn't say surely that's all I <laughs> don't call me sure oh speaking of uh, did you see that um, Patrick Mahomes has a new commercial out for like Head and Shoulders or whatever with yeah, Toy, I, with toy I Polymali? I out about it this morning. Oh, you did? It, yeah, because I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with my man Patrick Mahomes. Whatever my man's doing, count me in. I'm I'm a team offense fool. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a really funny commercial. I just watched it, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was very funny. I thought it was great to get. Uh, 
Troy and and um, uh, Patrick in there talking about offense versus defense, and, mm-hmm. uh, and it was very clever. So I thought they did a good job. And Plus, Troy Palomalu with the gray hair. Yeah, he's letting it shine. I love it. Yeah, he's letting that thing flow. It's still just as robust and as beautiful as ever. It's just now it's got a silver sheen to it. <laughs> he has like a little black and silver going, kind of like a Raider. So it almost felt like even more of a rivalry. Absolutely. Than... And by the way, when I finally uh, decide to let my hair go silver, <laughs> I want to go like that, like Troy's. You Troy want to? I would love to see you with long hair. Have you ever done a movie where you have long hair? I've never done a movie with long hair. I did a Riggles Picks last year when I played a magician. <laughs> so I had I had long, really awesome, wavy long hair. And I still had my beard from that thing I shot, mm-hmm. that pilot I shot. And so uh, all together, because it was a full, robust beard with the flowing BG hairstyle. Um, matter of fact, we ought to pull up a picture of that. I got to... Uh, we'll post it on our Facebook. Okay. Uh, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, it was striking. Striking. <laughs> striking? <laughs> that's a good word. Striking. It, it absolutely was. And in fact, I'm going to send a picture. I'm going to send a picture right now. Okay. You. Thank you. So, yeah, we'll keep talking, but but just be aware mm-hmm. that this is going down. It's always weird for me to be around men that have hair that are that's longer than me. Gary, have you ever had long hair? Absolutely not. And by the way, the uh, <laughs> the place you can find that picture is facebook.com slash Podcast, And go join that group and send us turtle ward stories and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in Lexington this last weekend, and uh, one of the ladies that sent in one of the turtle wards was there. And she was so excited that we had used her. So shout out to her for coming to my show oh, twice. Good. I know. Yeah. Lots of Riggles Picks fans out there, which is nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, I can't find it right now. I'm going to send it later when I'm not in the middle of a podcast. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Probably, probably a better idea, right? I don't know if Gary's drunker today because of he has a new baby or what. I that's my guess is um, <laughs> now Gary, that he's driving more. Well, he's uh, look, he's not sleeping. So <laughs> when you don't sleep uh, and you got you got it work like Gary does. Um, <laughs> Because he's got to pay his bills, which he's made abundantly clear <laughs> in the parking lot of, of some of your finer retail establishments. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? If we're going to do that, let's just rip the Band-Aid off now. From the aforementioned Facebook group, Eric Webb asks, if Gary spent a weekend in Florida, what crimes would he commit and how would he get caught? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what crimes would he? Okay, let's just start from the top. I don't yeah. appreciate this. Uh, reckless endangerment of gal- of alligators specifically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, probably uh, doing illegal ca- karate chops on a flock of geese. Yeah, he would be uh, um, uh, illegal nudity. There's a, a indecent indecent exposure. Public indecency. Yep. Public Pu- indecency. Public intoxication. Mm-hmm. Uh, illegal possession of multiple firearms, <laughs> including firearms that he believes are firearms, but they're just yeah. uh, sticks or old bottles of water. Are those last two that. even crimes in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was about to say uh, possession of illegal fireworks, but that's again probably not a crime down there. <laughs> oh uh, stealing, city, stealing city property. He'll be driving a fire truck or a cop car. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely stealing government property is on yeah. his priority list. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be trying to sneak into clubs down in Orlando, and he'll like be crawling through the air ducts of the neighboring store that he broke into mm-hmm. and fall through the roof. A new classic story. Classic, classic Gary. Story. Yeah. Classic. Uh, and he'll be arrested he'll be arrested at the state level the county level and the federal level i see see everybody getting a piece yep yep that's a gary trifecta (laughs) that is just a typical gary florida weekend that's just a tuesday in palm beach well thank you for the question eric webb (laughs) creep creep um Well, yeah, Gary, Gary work, Gary's working hard, of course, and he's got the, the new the new one at home. So I would be drinking too. I don't blame him. <laughs> when you had kids, is that what made you start drinking? Yeah, I was actually uh, I was very very strong Christian in my faith, and uh, <laughs> spent most of my time doing charity work. And if I wasn't doing that, I was at church. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I had my children and. It took me about six weeks, and then I was just in the bottle. Uh, <laughs> I was driving sports cars and hanging out with fast women and fast cars. <laughs> I always had a gun in the glove box. I mean, it all changed. It all changed when I had kids. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. It was fantasy football. Oh, oh. I am so not prepared for any of my leagues. None of them. <laughs> Well, you know what's making me unprepared is the fact that people like Antonio Brown and Ezekiel Elliott, like, we don't even know if they're going to be playing. I got burned so hard last year with Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Wait, were you, was that in our league or was that in another league? Oh. I think it was our league. And I kept him, I kept him on my bench for like 10 weeks and I was like, oh my God, I I want to blow my head off because (laughs) this has been the most frustrating. He was my number one pick too, the son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to think of like who to take this year because I've been watching some preseason, which isn't like a really great indicator, you know. And then you watch Hard Knocks, and then you like all those guys because you know yeah. the the TV show makes them look so good, you know. Which is why yeah. so many people had Cleveland Browns last year, and then uh, I just don't this know. This is a year. This is, might be a year to have some Cleveland Browns. I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. It's a great year to have Chiefs. What? What? <laughs> And I plan on doing that. Although I have talked to Bennett, uh, our friend, a uh, friend mm-hmm. of the show, Bennett Weber. He um, he is actually doing mock drafts. He's calculated what number he is in the pick so he knows on the comeback after the snake. He's like, so then I'm 24 and 25 on the pick. So oh. I've got to have this, this. I'm like, dude, take a chill. Because oh. um, I, I, I haven't pre-thought it. I, I'm struggling to actually – find out when the draft is i got to put it on my calendar i didn't put it on my calendar well they haven't set a date they still haven't given us an exact date as far as i know this is some horse shit (laughs) i thought it was i thought it was september 1st was the might be our our draft day all i know is i'm number one in the draft and everybody can suck it because (laughs) i oh yeah i'm gonna have i'm you know what i'm doing it's not a mystery I'm, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then last night, you know, Bennett was trying to talk me out. He was like, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a, it's a PPR league. And I'm like, I, I kind of know what that means, but I don't. I know it's points per reception. And I'm like, and he goes, yeah, one point every time they touch the ball, even if, it, even if it's negative yardage. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's why everybody wants those 
slot backs and like the McCaffreys of the world mm-hmm. because they they are the ones who who touch the ball a lot and that's what you want anybody who touches the ball a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still going Mahomes. Everybody can everybody can suck it. I'm going Mahomes. <laughs> oh, I know we can suck it. I get your emails from the league. Can I just read the email that you sent to the league the very first day? Okay, (laughs) I guess because you're the Bennett told it. This was was years ago, wasn't it? No, this was this year. This was August first. Oh God, I did. I said something to August first. Yes, because everyone was like, like, Bennett posted the order, and you were first, and I was like, oh well, that's the only time Riggle will be first this year, or whatever. (laughs) And then you wrote, "That's some early aggression from Tiana." Number one, get your facts straight. Number two, I'm the best. Number three, I'm first at biceps. Number four, I'm first at devouring ranch dressing. And yeah, I capitalize ranch because it's so fucking good. Number five, I'm first in the hearts of Kansans. And number six, I'm first done in lovemaking. Wait, shit, never mind. I'm the best, damn it. (laughs) I do remember that now. I I think I I was sitting at an airport and fired that one off. Uh, Yeah, but that was was a direct response to you saying, no, the only thing I'll ever be first in. So I had to... Yeah, yeah. I always look forward to your year because I was like, well, when you first joined this league, I was like, ah, I bet Riggle will like maybe chime in every once in a while. And then you come out of the gate swinging hot so fast. Oh, it's so I fun. believe, though, if you're going to do fantasy football, mm-hmm. one of the primary reasons is, uh, you know, great. There's prizes if you win at the end, blah, blah, blah. It's the trash talk. It's the yeah. smack talk. Yeah. And here's what I, it's, you know, what's funny is I'm in three leagues and one of the leagues obviously is with you and, and it's full of comedians and comedic writers. And so it's a joy to mm-hmm. trash talk because even if you set yourself up to get slam dunk, it's still so much fun to just be that crazy and boastful and arrogant with your smack talk. Cause you know, people are going to chime in and it's going to be joyful. I'm in another league with some guys who apparently in their social development through high school and college and young adulthood were in a cave (laughs) or were somehow uh, trapped in the desert or somehow did not interact with other humans because they simply don't know how to do it. So an example, Mm -hmm. and this is, this is very close to what happened in one of my other leagues. I write something, Hey, suckers, get ready for an ass whipping. You know, I'm coming, you know, uh, you know, find shelter because the storm is coming. You know, just that kind of trash talk, right? Where it's real general, real, not, you know, just general smack talk, right? But nothing mm-hmm. personal. Uh, one of these morons writes back and goes, fuck you, Riggle. I'm going to fuck your wife. Oh, and like, yeah. And you're like, what? Hold on. Stop. Slow down. <laughs> Where did you you learn how to trash talk? Where did you learn how to, you know, and and I'm being uh, probably a little extreme. He did say something about my wife, but it wasn't it wasn't that necessary. But then it was it was just as aggressive and and completely off the mark. And it makes you go, hold on, guys. You don't know how to do this, do you? You don't have any male friends. You sit in a cubicle all day Mm -hmm. um, and you don't know the art of trash talking. It's. It's never personal. It's always a character. It's always very general and robust. It's never personal. Like, 
these guys didn't know how to do it. And they all went crazy and they all started making personal attacks on people's careers, their families. Jeez. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. So I don't participate in that league anymore. <laughs> but there's an art to this. There's an art yeah. to the trash talk. And, and it, it can be either enjoyable or ridiculous. And you have to know how not to cross the line. And people don't know that. No, I know. Yeah. It's a, it's a difficult, yeah. Especially for like non-comedians, like they're just not as well practiced at it as we are, you know, I guess our whole lives. It seems seems just like natural human interaction. And I say that, and then I do end up having conversations with people that I don't want to have conversations with. (laughs) approach me, And you realize, oh, they don't know how to I don't know. It's very weird. People yeah. Are, I'm finding that's why I, I, my circle grows ever smaller. So uh, do you know when your first draft is? I think August 30th oh. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Then September 1st, the next day, is another one. And this Sunday, uh, August 25th, is another one. But that one, I'm I'm kind of laissez-faire on that one. I don't give a shit. I got partners. I'm like, you draft. I got, I'm busy. I'm working. Yeah. Yeah, I know my boyfriend has uh, 12 friends flying in or coming in this weekend because they oh they do their draft live and they uh, all meet and they usually meet in the city of the Super Bowl winner, but they've had to go to New England so many times that they were just like, you guys Screw cannot it. do, <laughs> Yeah, we're not flying over there again. So they decided to meet in Rams country since the Rams went to the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, so our house has been inundated with like stuff to set up and the trophy and da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah i know we have to go on a costco run today to get all the meats that he's going to be smoking yeah. he's very excited to smoke a lot of meats for his friends well if you're going to do the draft mm-hmm. yeah smoked meats ice cold beer <laughs> yeah ice, ice cold yep don't give me that half-ass shit don't, <laughs> it's in the fridge that's not cold enough <laughs> Don't give me fridge beer. Fuck that noise. Give me, yeah. I want the uh, ice cold. Yeah. Dip it in a can of dry ice <laughs> first and then hand it to me like a gentleman. Yeah. 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 I might even need uh, some sort of, I might need a mitten to hold it. <laughs> a mitten. Or a, definitely a koozie. I need a beer koozie. I ple- I please let that cold. be a Riggles picks this year. Just you <laughs> having to wear protective gear because that's how cold you want your beer. Honestly, I can't <laughs> tolerate it. I can't tolerate it. I go to bars and you see it that they just stocked the the you know fridge or whatever, and you ask for it and they hand it's effing room temperature, and I I, I, I always shake it and foam it back in their face because <laughs> if you want to insult me, right back at you. <laughs> but I heard that like you're supposed to drink beer room temperature if it's good beer. If it's cold beer, that's when you have to make it cold to mask the taste. That's no, what I that's if you're German and you're drinking some sort of uh, lager. European, yeah. like uh, no yeah. ice crap. Right, and they all have body odor. Uh, <laughs> which, that's not, I'm not picking on them. That's a fact. That's scientific. You can look that up. That's <laughs> they have body odor. It's European flavor, funky style. So I don't listen to anything they have to say. If you're going to walk around with hairy, stinky armpits and a, a, a natural animal aroma, that is not pleasant. It's off-putting. It, it's distracting. It's it, the kind that makes you look for an escape. Uh, oh. I don't necessarily need to listen to what they have to say. Unless, and I, I do. And by the way, the best kind of Guinness, extra cold. 
Extra cold, extra cold. 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 Extra there was this lady in South Dakota. She went to the hospital because she thought she had kidney stones. Uh-huh. And uh, she ended up giving birth to triplets. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. She went to the hospital and she already had two kids. So she should have known that she was pregnant. But she thought she had kidney stones. And it turns out she was uh, 34 weeks pregnant. With triplets. What in the hell, lady? Yeah. I, I truly am bewildered by that. So, so she my, was in labor. She, that was what the pain was. She was in labor. Right. But was she in denial? Like, this sounds like a mental thing. Like, if she's already had two children, mm-hmm. there are so many indicators, so many red flags that say you're pregnant. Yeah, like not having a period. Weeks, like 34 weeks into it. She never thought to ask the question. So that's why I wonder if she's in denial of some sort. That's just bizarre to me. Bizarre. <laughs> Have you ever not known you were pregnant, Rob? Uh, no, I know every time. <laughs> we're going to get to that, right? We're going to end up being a country where men have babies. I know, like, trans people have babies, you know, when they identify as men or whatever. But Yeah. Well, listen, there, there seems to be this big push... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it could. It could. Yeah, you could go a lot of ways with that. Um, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a bunch of stuff, and all of it was so politically charged that I was like, "Why say it? Everybody's going to go crazy." No, I'm not going to say it. They don't need to hear this, and I don't need to tell them. So right, here's a little lighter, maybe possible yeah. turd award story. Good. Uh, this happened in New Jersey, so. This woman went over to this guy's house because he had invited her over for late night sex, but he fell asleep before she got there and didn't hear her at her door. And she was like banging and banging on his door uh, and then got mad and set his house on fire (laughs) with him in it. Well, (laughs) on the surface, that doesn't seem like a proportionate response. (laughs) But... um... Like, apparently she was sending him a bunch of angry texts, and then she went and bought lighter fluid matches and a lighter at a gas station at 4 a.m., and then she came and started, it set a fire outside of the doorway of the man's house, and then fleed when the flames spread. Well, um, so th- so she's a thinker, that's what she did. <laughs> she really, she thought this through. She really uh, wanted... Sounds like, like they were both drunk. <laughs> Well, she wanted to set some kind of fire that night. She just right. thought it was going to happen inside. You know, another option. So there's so many options she had uh, when uh, she couldn't get in. One is just go home. Uh, <laughs> and never talk to the guy again. Real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is uh, she could have pulled a Tim Hortons and taken a dump on his front door. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, you're calling that pulling a Tim Hortons. Well, that's what she did. Everybody saw it. The video's there. I'm not making this stuff up. 
Uh-huh. So, you know. She also she has worked. a vagina, so she could have texted someone else if she really needed to have <laughs> sex that night. She should have had some other options. Completely. <laughs> Completely. Like, that's the thing. Like, she had so many options on the table. And the one she chose was, I'm going to go buy lighter fluid yeah. and come back here. Yeah, and burn, try to burn the man's house down. So I'll be facing arson charges as well as uh, no loving. <laughs> yeah, it's also attempted murder, right? Because he yeah, was I'm in sure the house. Be, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it could be. But also, like, um, like, you know, that's one thing that I love about women is the planning. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, I could just try to light something on fire right here. Yeah. But it's better if I go get some lighter fluid. I'm a little bit more prepared. She made I want effort. this sucker to burn. I want it to <laughs> yeah. burn. I'm going to teach this man a lesson. I might put her... She definitely goes on the board for discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I love, like, re- revenge stories. Like, if any women are listening out there and they have any good revenge stories... I heard a woman one time, like, got really mad at this guy that she... I guess he, like, cheated on her. So she went into his closet and she cut off one leg of all the pants for all of his suits. <laughs> <laughs> one of the legs off of all of the bits wow. <laughs> and i was like mm, that's I, I wish i would have thought of that what a good idea it's so specific <laughs> very specific and it's and it's so uh you know look his whole wardrobe's gone <laughs> yeah suits are expensive suits are very expensive suits are expensive so uh yeah i guess that's how it goes i i personally don't i'm not a fan of revenge i think the best thing to do is move on <laughs> and never never deal with that particular individual again but that's just me <laughs> yeah uh, right there's definitely uh, well, things that you've done for revenge no success is the best revenge that's true i haven't been able to accomplish that yet but i one day <laughs> i'll be able to really show them <laughs> You're sticking it. You're sticking it to him now. Slowly, one podcast at a time, Rob Briggle. Yeah. You're climbing your way to the top, and then when you get to the top, you're going to burn it all down. <laughs> yeah. No one follow me. Yeah. Wow, that seems like a really poisonous mindset. But <laughs> hey, I'm with you. Good luck, kid. Oh yeah. Oh, made me. Th- that just made me think of that singer, that Mike Posner guy. Do you know that guy that was walking across America doing all those concerts and singing, and then he got bit by a rattlesnake, and he's been in the hospital for like weeks because he got bit by a baby one. Yeah, you know, those are the those those are the deadliest because they dump all their venom. They haven't used their venom yet. Their first well, they time. Don't to, they don't. They don't know how to regulate it. Like an adult knows how to bite and then bite again and then bite again. A, a baby bites and dumps it all. Oh. That's why it's, they don't know how to regulate their, their venom. Oh, yeah. So he was, like, just relearning to walk. I mean, he has walked across America. He'd walked, like, 1,900 miles. Oh, my God. Already. Like yeah. And then he got bit by a baby rattlesnake and has been in the hospital with, like, and can p- take, like, I think he was up to three or four steps he was able to take with a walker. Oh, that's terrible. So are you nominating him for a turd award because he got bit? <laughs> or are you nominating <laughs> No, no, I don't think that's his fault. He was like trying to do it. It just like uh, you were you were saying something about poisonous, and it just made me think of that story. I was really excited. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like so so like against anybody like really being around snakes ever or putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be near a snake. So I'm like, well, I've got a story for you. Okay. Uh, well, first, you were mentioning snakes. Gary, uh, 
on Sundays goes to church with no shirt on. <laughs> and he goes to one of those churches where they throw snakes at you. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And if you get bit by the snake, you're unholy or unrighteous. Pentecostal. Or uh-huh. And, yeah, and if you survive the snake bite, you are righteous or whatever. Mm-hmm. Gary knows better than I do. But <laughs> Gary can tell you all about poisonous snakes. Um, <laughs> God. But... but <laughs> Is that how they are going to baptize your baby? Snake God, venom? I hope not. No. Gary, don't let that happen. <laughs> Gary, is that what you're going to do? That is, that's not in the cards, but that's <laughs> only because my wife has a large say in things. <laughs> a very Thank large God. say. Thank God for your wife, Gary. Um, so uh, this was on Saturday night. I was out in my on my patio. Uh, walking around barefoot and I stepped on glass and I felt a sharp pain in my second toe and I was like god dang it and I, I lift my foot up and a scorpion runs out <gasps> no yes I, scorpion sting in my second toe and it burned and I thought <laughs> I was like oh my god I've been stung by a scorpion <laughs> And, you know, I'm going, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. So I, I, and, you know, I, and I, I let out a few choice uh, cuss words, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And my son was like, is everything okay, Dad? I'm like, I got, it's not about. You're like, and, come here and grab this scorpion, yeah. son. Yeah, I was like, suck the venom out. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, it did sting and it burned and it hurt for you know, probably 10, 15 minutes. And then uh, it subsided and it went away. And then I, uh, you know, had a beer and I was fine. Uh, but uh, it did happen. I was stung by a scorpion. Uh, I, I guess I can attribute my survival to my strength and superhuman, uh, I guess, strength. There's no other way to say it. Fortitude, will. Um, I, I think those were deadly, <laughs> those scorpion bites. Like, weren't you supposed to go to the hospital? They are deadly uh, for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you just rubbed dirt on it? That's how I handled it. <laughs> I cussed and I walked it off. And that's what that's what you do. What a Marine. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the whole next day I was telling my kids how I was, I was stung by a death scorpion. <laughs> And survived. And they're like, there's no such thing as a death scorpion. It's either a scorpion or not a scorpion. I was like, it was a death scorpion. And I survived. Death. Uh, but of course, of course, then I'm like reading. Because I'm like, okay, well, it, you know, it was a full moon. I got stung by a scorpion. What does it mean? What does it mean? So I, I went on the internet. What is the story, what's the spiritual guide uh, for uh, getting stung by a scorpion? And it's like, it means you're trying to get rid of toxic people in your life and this, that, and the other. And I was oh. like, uh-huh, uh-huh, all of this is true. Got it. <laughs> so there's always some spiritual meaning when an animal shows up in your life. You know that, right? Oh, really? Oh, you better – you're not woke. <laughs> so when I saw a possum the other day, what does that mean? Oh, boy. You saw a possum? <laughs> yeah. In the city? In Georgia, no, no. Oh, uh, in Georgia? Fuck, that mean anything. <laughs> No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, just, but just the, means the you drove down like, the wrong road. Like you know, a crow shows up, starts outside your window. Mm. Oh boy! Oh boy! 
you got you got house on your roof you got uh, uh you get bit by a dog you get stung by a scorpion these all have meaning all of it. You need to look that shit up. Oh, yeah. Well, we had rats in our house last year. Oh! <laughs> oh, no! You better look that up, friend. There's a dog underneath our table right now. That's fine. That's good. That's a good omen. That's a good omen. All right. Do we want to do any um, listener questions, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a question that I actually get a lot. Uh, Ian Hillgardner wants to know, how do you spell the air horn sound? With Fs. F-A-A. Well, first it's F-A dash F-A-A-A dash F-A. Oh, I can hear there's a little. There's no Ws. No. It's like. Far, far, far. F E R, maybe. Fur, fur, Okay, fur, fur, fur. Yeah, I guess we need to have a universal name for it because, like, you know, because when people write it out to us on Twitter, they're always curious. So, how did I used to do it, Sarah? I used to do it different than you did it, but then you converted. You used W's at the beginning, and then I converted you to the F. So I went, wah, wah, wah. Wah, Yeah. Oh, so much better. You. Your strength of will <laughs> converted me. You're that strong. You have that much influence and power that I was overwhelmed. You were just convinced me, almost like a hypnotist. A couple of people have asked this question, and I'm kind of curious, too. This is from Ian Haydecky. He wants to know, when are the HPK shirts coming out? And he's loved the podcast since day one. Uh, thank you, one. And two, um, that is a great question. I actually have some friends the Charlie Hustle uh, T-shirt company in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make awesome shirts, really good quality. I might reach out to them and see if I could get them to get on board with maybe an H- HPK. Yeah. I saw a good suggestion uh, in the comments that didn't make this list that said the K in HPK should be you throwing a low kick, Rob. Yeah, I like wow. that. I think I said that on one of the podcasts. Oh, then someone's cribbing your idea. Uh, yeah, I was like, That's K super is the tight. kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the like all of it. Master of low kicks. Um, Shannon Young wants to know, how about upcoming NFL season? Who's in and who's out? Any predictions? Chiefs win Super Bowl. <laughs> Besides the Chiefs, who do you think is going to be good this year? Um, I think the Browns are going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Jaguars could be sneaky. Really? Good. Because yeah, of uh, Foles? Foles and their defense is still very stout. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't put it past them. If they get off to a good start, they could have a good run. I thought San Francisco uh, might do better this year, but then I watched Jimmy G in his uh, first playoff or his like first preseason game last night, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> well, I don't put too much. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't. The preseason never means much to me because they're working out things that they they're experimenting. It's like a golfer who's working on a new grip or a new swing uh-huh. or whatever. Um, they're always, they're going to suck because they're trying new things and the preseason's the time to do it. And then they'll, you know, the, the last preseason game, they start tightening things down and getting back to like game time speed. And, mm-hmm. and it's almost like the, the last preseason game is what I would consider a, a good dress rehearsal. The last preseason game. All right. Yeah. Well, he still looked beautiful as ever throwing it. So that's all that really matters. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think the Chargers have a lot of speed. They looked fast. They were playing some team in the preseason game, and it looked like they were uh, at full speed, and the other team was in slow motion. They mm. really looked fast, so that scared me a little bit. I don't like that. But Melvin Gordon XT hasn't ride. come back yet, has he? That's right. That's yeah. right. I hope he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot. Here's the thing. There's, uh, the, the, there's so much parity among all the teams in the league that – in my honest opinion, the first four games matter the most um, and the last four, but the, the first four games, because that, if you go, if you start one and three, it's really hard to dig out of that hole. If you start out three and one or even two and two or God, you know, four and oh, man, you are, it, it, it um, you get this momentum. It's weird. So even if you're a, a perennial loser, if you get out of the gates hot, you got a chance at the playoffs. You got a yeah. real good chance at the playoffs. Yeah, it's coming uh, out hot. That's the key. Yeah. So it, the first four games really kind of set the tone for the season. Yeah, I get that. Um, all right, here's a, one last question. This is from Paul Kingsford. He wants to know, would you rather have squirrels for hands or squirrels for feet? <laughs> squirrels for feet. <laughs> I love that you, that you just knew that right away. Why for feet? Why? Squirrels are unbelievably fast with super Spider-Man-like traction going up trees and walls. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to be that fast and ability to climb, but I still need my hands for karate chops and <laughs> eating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, the, all the advantages at the feet. And there's no advantage to having squirrels on your hands. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, yeah, your dexterity would be a little bit worse. You still want to be able to throw a football and then run extremely fast. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's mm-hmm. no advantage to squirrels for hands. It's none. Yeah. There's no upside. There's well, upside. Except that you could trees. climb trees super easy. You'd have great upper body strength. Um. Yeah, but yeah, you can't shake hands with people. Like, you can put on uh, shoes to hide the squirrels. You can <laughs> put true. on, you know. <laughs> You can't if you shake hands or walk out in public with squirrels for hands. Trust me on this one. This is kind of a I you've thought about through. this a lot. Yeah, I, I, it took me all ten seconds to do the assessment, but <laughs> I've made my decision and it's right. Well, that's probably because it's something you've thought about before. <laughs> See why already? Knew. Yeah, I travel a lot. I have a lot of time to think. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you uh, had time to uh, talk today. I know you're so busy out there shooting and doing all kinds of fun stuff in the nevada desert yeah uh mainly avoiding scor- more scorpion bites even though i'm not afraid of them uh, <laughs> never and rattlesnakes uh so that's better be my big thing rattlesnakes yeah so what are, what is your what do you what's your upcoming are you filming there all week filming here all, I'm, I'm on a crazy schedule but yeah filming here all week um and then i gotta oh except for friday i'm going back to la for friday because uh, I'm filming a Modern Family. Whoa, oh, what? whoa, what? That's great. Gil Thorpe, nice. Gil Thorpe back in the house in the hizzy. <laughs> oh, look at you for the final season coming back. That's right. I love That's it. Right. All right, well, so, th- this weekend I will be in San Diego at the La Jolla Comedy Store all weekend. Ooh, so if people nice. want to come out, see that. Um, I That'll will be, be a there. good show. That's a great club. You'll have, you, you, you've rocked that place so many times. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I love that club. So I'm pretty excited to go back and uh, avoid this house because it'll be full of 12 dudes playing fantasy 
football and drafting way too yeah, early, in my opinion. Yeah, way too early. Way too early. Opinion. So much time for people to get hurt. Exactly. September 1st is the right day. Everybody knows it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rob. Have a great time in Vegas. Uh, I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Rob Riggle. Thank you. For listening to Riggle's Picks. We'll see you and next don't time. Forget, and, uh, and Gary. Oh, and Gary. And Gary. I pay my bills. Yeah, <laughs> we know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>